Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, January 9th. U.S. stocks were mixed as the markets came off the highest levels of the day. While this week will begin somewhat light, we will get the start of December's inflation picture, courtesy of the Consumer Price Index, as well as the start of fourth quarter earnings season. Equity News offered varying results as Lululemon Athletica and Macy's provided fourth quarter guidance that disappointed the street, while shares of Duck Creek Technologies soared after the company agreed to be acquired by Vista Equity Partners for about $2.6 billion. Treasury yields were lower and the U.S. dollar dropped, while crude oil prices rose along with gold. The economic front was quiet today, with the only report being a read on consumer credit, which came in below expectations. Asian stocks increased, though Japanese markets were closed for a holiday, and markets in Europe were mostly higher. The global markets were boosted by optimism regarding the continued reopening of China and as investors awaited this week's U.S. inflation data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 113 points to 33,518, and the S&P 500 index dipped 3 points to 3,892, while the Nasdaq Composite increased 66 points to 10,636. In moderate volume, 4.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained 86 cents to $78.63 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price went up $6.60 to $1,876.30 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 0.7% to 103.17. In equity news on Monday, Lululemon Athletica, ticker symbol LULU, lowered the high end of its fourth quarter earnings per share and revenue guidance while cutting its outlook for gross profit margin amid a dynamic macro backdrop. The company did note that in the fourth quarter, traffic remains strong across both physical and digital channels. Shares fell. Macy's, ticker symbol M, announced that it expects fourth quarter revenue to be at the low end to midpoint of its previously issued guidance, noting that Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales were in line with expectations, but the lulls of the non-peak holiday weeks were deeper than anticipated. Macy's added that based on macroeconomic indicators and its proprietary credit card data, It believes the consumer will continue to be pressured in 2023, particularly in the first half. Shares traded solidly lower. And Duck Creek Technologies, ticker symbol DCT, jumped over 45% after the property and casualty insurance technology company agreed to be acquired by Vista Equity Partners for $19 per share in cash and an all-cash transaction valued at about $2.6 billion. Vista Equity is a privately held global investment firm focused exclusively on enterprise software, data, and technology-enabled businesses. Choppiness in the markets will likely continue as the markets await this week's inflation figures and the start of fourth quarter earnings season, while grappling with the ultimate impact of aggressive Fed actions to try to combat rising prices. The central bank downshifted in December from a string of four straight 75 basis point rate hikes with a 50 basis point increase. 
However, the deceleration remained unusually aggressive, and the Fed signaled that restrictive policy will likely have to remain in place for longer and at a previously higher terminal rate than expected. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in our latest Schwab Market Perspective titled, When Will the Fed Break?, how inflation trends are moving in a favorable direction, but the change is likely too slow for the Fed to take its foot off the brake anytime soon. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, consumer credit released in the final hour of trading showed consumer borrowing came in at a level of $27.96 billion during November, above the $25 billion forecast of economists pulled by Bloomberg, while October's figure was adjusted upward to $29.12 billion from the originally reported $27 billion. Non-revolving debt, which includes student loans and loans for vehicles and mobile homes, rose $11.5 billion, a 3.9% increase year-over-year, while revolving debt, which includes credit cards, advanced by $16.4 billion, a 16.9% year-over-year rise. Treasury rates were lower to begin the week as the yield on the two-year note declined six basis points to 4.21%, and the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond lost three basis points to 3.53% and 3.66%, respectively. Treasury yields have been volatile as the markets wrestle with aggressive monetary policy tightening by the Fed and other central banks around the world. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond markets to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. Tomorrow's economic calendar will kick off with December's NFIB Small Business Optimism Index and will round out with a read on November's wholesale inventories, which is predicted to rise 1% month over month. In international news on Monday, stocks in Europe were mostly higher as global investors cheered continued reopening measures out of China while also awaiting some key inflation data out of the U.S. later this week. The euro and British pound soared versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields on the eurozone were mixed and rates in the U.K. gained ground. The markets digested economic data that showed German industrial production rose at a smaller pace than expected for November. Meanwhile, eurozone investor confidence improved more than expected for January but remained severely negative, while the region's unemployment rate remained at 6.5% for November. Caution remained, however, amid the recent string of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the globe and the ultimate implications on the economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses his top global risks of 2023, highlighting our top five that may define the global markets, considering that a new year almost always brings surprises of one form or another. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index increased 0.3%. France's CAC 40 index advanced 0.7%. Germany's DAX index gained 1.3%. 
Italy's FTSE MIB index rose 0.8%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.6% higher, while Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 0.1%. Stocks in Asia finished higher as China's reopening efforts continued and fostered optimism in the region. Hong Kong and mainland China allowed quarantine travel after keeping borders restricted for almost three years. This comes even amid a recent surge in COVID cases in China. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Economic data in the region was fairly light, with Australian building approvals unexpectedly falling in November, while India's 2023 GDP estimate showed a slowdown in growth, but above expectations. China's Shanghai Composite Index gained 0.6%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index advanced 1.9%. South Korea's KOSPI Index led the way, rallying 2.6%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index finished 0.6% higher, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index rose 1.4%. Technology, travel, and consumer-related names contributed the most to the gains as the markets react to China's reopening. However, volume was lighter than usual as markets in Japan were closed for a holiday. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce Australia's AIG Construction and Services Index, along with household spending and Tokyo's CPI out of Japan. Out of Europe, we will get the UK's retail sales, France's industrial production, as well as Spain's industrial production and consumer confidence.